Hey everybody, this is Brian Zimmerman, digital content editor of Jazz's Magazine and host of Jazz's Backstage Pass. We're going to get into the 10 albums you need to know for September 2019 in a minute, but first I'd like to thank this episode's sponsors. They include Kobuzz.com, the world's largest catalog of streaming music and studio quality high res, and Prairie Star Records. They've got a new album right now by vocalist Patrice Jegu. It's called If This Ain't Love. You can check her out online at Patrice Jegu. that's J-E- G-O-U.com. All right. Well, Jazz's online editor, Matt Micucci, is on the line. The music is queued up. It is time now for the 10 albums you need to know for September 2019. Let's hit it. How you doing, Matt Micucci? I'm doing great, Brian. I'm back in my hometown of Oramore, Ireland, in the west of Ireland, actually, uh, the west coast. So it's great to be back. I'll be dog-sitting for a while, so if you're going to hear some barking in the background, that's my dog, Chloe, who's my partner in crime for this for this podcast, I guess. <laughs> oh, very nice. Well, she well, she's a well-known jazz aficionado, and her we always value her opinions. Um, she gets a little controversial when it comes to the jazz fusion age, but uh, yeah. Chloe well, yeah, is, uh, despite the fact that she is a dog, you know, we, we call her a real cat. You know, she's a real cool that's cat. That's she's so. one of the cats. She's one of the cats. Well, that's excellent, Matt. We, um, uh, it's a beautiful day in sunny South Florida here. And uh, well, that's yeah, good we're to starting hear. to shade into fall, um, which is always a good thing. So it's starting to be less hot. Um, such a thing exists in South Florida. But anyway, that means it's time for yet another installment of our 10 albums you need to know feature. This one, of course, for September 2019. Um, And there's a lot of really, really interesting albums uh, in this edition, Matt. Um, You know, a return of a few jazz legends. We've got a rock and rollers uh, first endeavor at a jazz album. Um, And of course, another yet another long lost John Coltrane album. Um, So there's a lot to get into this month. Um, Happy to share all of this music with you. And uh, Matt, Chloe, Without any further ado, what do you say we jump into this list? <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> cool. Well, the first album on our list, Matt, I mentioned this kind of rock icons jump into jazz, and we're going to start there. Um, it's with it's it's a new album by Chrissy Hind, who is of course the uh, front woman for the band The Pretenders. Well, she just released a new jazz album. It's an album of jazz covers. And I love the name of this album. It's called Valve Bone Woe. Um, W-O-E, Valve Bone Woe. And it features Chrissy Hine and the titular ensemble, the Valve Bone Woe Ensemble. It is going to be released, uh, it was released on September 6th on BMG Music. Really cool project. Matt, what can you tell us about it? Well, before I tell you anything about the album itself, I must say that Chrissy Hind. I mean, I, I just love her. She's one of my favorite rock and roll stars, not because of the music that she's made, as you mentioned with the Pretenders, but also because of her general attitude. I mean, I just love, I just love her attitude as well. And we've seen many rock stars try their luck at jazz in the past, but what uh, Chrissy Hind has released is not, uh, at least in the way I see it, 
your average album of standards or, you know, the, the similar types of project. Uh, it's actually, uh, you know, I mean, sure, it features such well-known songs as uh, I'm a Fool to Want You and I Get Along Without You Very Well. But there's also more ambitious tracks like Meditation on a Pair of Wire Cutters by Charles Mingus, which actually, when I first heard it, that was the one that really made me excited about this album. So it's a really cool album to kick things off for our list today. Totally. And, you know, not just jazz innovators, you know, you mentioned Mingus, she covers Frank Sinatra here too, but also Brian Wilson um, of the Beach Boys. And when you think of the American songwriting canon that, you know, starts pre-Great American Songbook, you almost have to include Brian Wilson because uh, his lyrics, his melodies are on par um, with some of the Great American Songbook composers. So she takes a really, really wide ranging view of the American Songbook uh, canon. And uh, yeah, Matt, what do you say we go ahead and take a listen to a track? This is Chrissy Hines' version of How Glad I Am, made famous, of course, by Nancy Wilson. What do you think, Chloe? <laughs> cool. stuff there from Chrissy Hind. Again, the name of the album is Valve Bone Woe. It's from her, uh, it features the Valve Bone Woe Ensemble. It was released September 6th yeah. on BMG Records. Yeah, go ahead, Matt. And you know what? That album is the talk of the town. <laughs> oh yeah, pretenders talk the town. I get it. I get it. What did Chloe think of that joke? Is she uh, groaning over there? She's doing nothing. <laughs> She should. She's a tough crowd. As was I, man. As was I. (laughs) Cool. Well, we will move right along then, Matt. The next album on our list is from it's from a duo of Enrico Rava and Joe Lovano. Now, Enrico Rava is like a Italian jazz trumpet luminary, um, very well known over in Italy in the Italian jazz scene and has a growing following over here as well. Joe Lovano, meanwhile, um, is a longtime favorite American saxophonist, um, was with Blue Note Records uh, for a very long time, um, and then just recently moved over, found a new label home with ECM. They have a new uh, joint album out right now. It's called Roma. And as I mentioned, it was released on ECM on September 6th. Can you tell us a little bit more about this album, Matt? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, as you said, Enrico Rava is just uh, one of the greatest European soloists today. And this album uh, comes just a few weeks after his 80th birthday. So happy birthday, Enrico, in case you're listening. I'm sure he is listening. How do you say that in Italian, Matt? Now, how do you say that in Italian? Buon compleanno, Enrico. (laughs) <laughs> That's <you> it. <laughs> and so, well, uh, Roma documents a historic concert uh, that saw him team up with another great jazzman, as you said, Joe Lovano, who just so happens to be of Italian descent himself, 
and the concert took place in the Italian uh, capital city. And uh, they weren't alone. So this, this record also features pianist Giovanni Guidi, uh, drummer Jared Cleaver, and uh, bassist Desron Douglas, who makes his ECM debut on this record. Yeah, it's really a, a great group. It's a phenomenal group. It's nice to hear Desron Douglas over on ECM. You know, ECM is kind of known for its sparse, minimalist aesthetic. Um, and Desron, where he comes from more of like a post-bop, uh, straight-ahead background, he fits in very, very nicely here. It's a seamless transition. And the whole, the whole ensemble really is uh, top-notch. So, Matt, I say we go ahead and listen to a track. We are going to hear the tune Secrets. stuff there from Enrico Rava and Joe Lovano. Again, the name of the album is Roma. Uh, it was released September 6th on ECM. Chloe, what do you think? How many stars did she give it? How many paw prints? How many stars do you, do you give it, Chloe? <laughs> <laughs> She's just I think I the microphone. Like... <laughs> I think that was three. Three out of three. Perfect. <laughs> Okay, Matt, we'll move right along. I can't believe I neglected to mention this one in my intro. You know what? I was saving it as a surprise. It was strategic. I was planning it all along. Uh, but this was huge. This was like a bombshell uh, when it came into our inboxes uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, it's because it's a previously unreleased album by the one and only Miles Davis. You heard me right. Previously unreleased album by Miles Davis. It uh, was released September 6th on Rhino Records. It's called Rubber Band. Matt, can you give us a little backstory on this album? Obviously, an unreleased Miles Davis album is always going to make our list of 10 albums that you need to know about. Uh, Rubber Band was initially released a while back as an EP, actually, before the full-length piece was finished by its original producers, Randy Hall and Zane Giles, with the assistance of Davis's nephew and collaborator, Vince Wilburn Jr. Uh, it was uh, originally scheduled for release in 1985 and was to mark a radical shift in the music of Miles Davis, but it was never finished until now. That's right. That's right. 1985 puts this album right around the you're under arrest period. So really as he was, as Miles Davis was making his biggest pivot toward the pop sound, you're under arrest, of course, included covers of, you know, uh, Michael Jackson and Cyndi Lauper. 
And this was really a time when Miles Davis was trying to engage with a pop audience. Um, you know, he always seemed kind abrasive toward <laughs> the pop world and the pop journalism world, especially. But time and time again on albums like this one, You're Under Arrest and eventually Tutu and Rubber Band here, we see him engaging with that pop sound. So, you know, drum tracks, synths, uh, covers of pop melodies. And this one is no exception. The difference here is, um, you know, upon its uh, release now, um, the producers and, you know, uh, Vince Wilburn Jr., Randy Hall, Zane Giles, they've incorporated kind of modern musicians um, to help kind of enliven some of these tracks. So Layla Hathaway is on it. Lettucey is on it. Um, just again, to kind of try to pull it even farther into the present. It's a very cool album. And of course, you know, previously unreleased Miles Davis uh, is always worth talking about. And we're, we're very happy to share it with you here. So, Matt, let's go ahead and dive into a track. This is going to be the tune Rubber Band of Life featuring Lettucey. Rubber Band, Rubber Band, Rubber Band. Davis from the album Rubber Band, who was released September 6th on Rhino Records. Well, Matt, we're going to move from one jazz legend to another. Um, this one happens to be a living jazz legend, but uh, as fate would have it, he was a major, major influence on Miles Davis um, and Miles Davis's embrace of space and silence. We're talking about the one and only Ahmad Jamal, um, legendary pianist. He just released a new album called Ballad um, on the Jazz Village label. It was released September 13th. And uh, what can you tell us about Ballad's, Matt? Ballads, yeah, um, this this is really special, you know. Jamal has been one of the most successful small group leaders of in jazz for the past five decades, and uh, you know he's recorded with the best of them. Uh, you mentioned Miles Davis, and you know he recorded with Herbie Hancock, and he's record he led such great you know dates as a leader, um, you know of many great bands over this these past five decades but ballads is very special because it's actually 
uh, one of his uh, rare, it features uh, him on solo piano. Uh, three of these tracks are in fact solo compositions and three uh, are duets with his longtime bassist, James Kamak. Uh, he calls this album, Ballads, a French-inspired love letter to my past, which is just a lovely way to describe it. Absolutely. And what's nice is, of course, as you'd expect for an album named Ballads, you know, it's beautiful balladry on here. But he takes some of his more popular songs like Poinciana, which, you know, in some versions is more up-tempo, is a major breakout song for him, and turns them, you know, into ballads. So he's got ballad versions of some of the more popular songs. Um we are actually going to take a listen to Poinciana as it appears on Ballads right now. stuff as always from the pianist Ahmad Jamal. Again, the new album is called Ballads. It was released September 13th on Jazz Village. All right. And as, as we move right along, the next album on our list is also by a pianist. It's by the Argentine pianist Guillermo Klein and his group Los Guachos. It's their new album Cristal. It'll be released September 20th on Sunnyside Records. So yeah, Guillermo Klein and his band Los Guachos, they've been around for a long, long time, Matt, as I'm sure you will explain. But uh, what can you tell us about this new album? Yeah, Guillermo Klein representing Argentina. Uh, well, here he leads his longtime ensemble, Los Guachos. Um, and, you know, Klein actually formed a band around 25 years ago. And they've continued to develop with the help of residencies at Small and the Jazz Standards and have found a home with Sunnyside Records, which is the label uh, that also released this album, Cristal which with its blend of new original sounds, the dazzling rhythms and rich melodies, which you've come to expect from the band. Um, and, uh, you know, a mixture of, you know, songs that the pianist grew up with. It just solidifies the reputation as one of the most exciting bands around today. It really is. When it comes to kind of progressive, um, you know, Latin jazz, um, you, you can't, think of that genre without thinking of Guillermo Klein and his band Los Guachos. You mentioned they've been around for 25 years. Um, you know, they've survived Guillermo moving home base from New York to Latin America to Europe. And it just really speaks to their cohesion um, and their great just kind of musical spirit. Um, and you hear that in the music as well. So happy to be sharing a track from Guillermo Klein's new album, Cristal featuring Los Guachos. It is the tune Nos Mirarán Pasar. Mm -hmm. 
stuff from the pianist Guillermo Klein, y los guachos, los guachos meaning the guys, the dudes, the cats. Um, the new album is Cristal on Sunnyside Records. It will be released September 20th. All right. That brings us to the next album on our list. We're going to take a little bit of a zigzag over into more contemporary jazz territory. It's because we've got a new album by trumpet icon Herb Alpert. The new album is called Over the Rainbow. It'll be released September 20th on Herb Alpert Presents Records. All right, Matt, what can you tell us about Mr. Alpert back again with a new album? Oh, yeah. You know, Herb Alpert's Whipped Cream and Other Delights was one of the first vinyls I ever bought. Um, that that was when it first came out, by the way, in 1965. Yeah, I remember those days. Like I know. You look... <laughs> <laughs> you look you look surprisingly youthful. I know, for right? A 60 year old. It's yeah. it's his music. His One music may is almost think you're uh, in your 20s. Right. That's I what don't it know. is. Yeah. Well, anyways, it's good to see Herb Albert still around and still recording music and I'm always happy to hear whatever he's got. This album actually includes a new original track called Skinny Dip that I've been playing a lot and it's a real smooth party piece, I think. Elsewhere, he takes on such songs as Copacabana, you know, Somewhere Over the Rainbow, you know, and the whole thing just feels quite fresh. And it just sounds like a real feel-good album. But what I really appreciate about this album more than anything is that Herb Alpert actually sounds like he's really, really, really enjoying himself. Totally. Yeah, you can hear that in the music. I spoke with uh, Herb Alpert a few years ago. Um and in the interview, he just explained to me that he has such a fondness for melody, you know, melody, he's a melody man at heart, and he's not afraid to let a great melody just speak for itself, the simplicity of the melody, the elegance of a melody, and you hear that across this disc. These are timeless melodies that he's playing, you know, from What a Wonderful World to Over the Rainbow, and it's nice just here, it's stated elegantly, you know, without too much noodling, not too much distraction, just a beautiful melody in all its glory. And that's what Herb Alpert does best. So Matt, let's go ahead and dive into a track. We are actually going to listen to your favorite. This is Skinny Dip. stuff from Herb Alpert. Once again, the name of the album is Over the Rainbow. It will be released September 20th on Herb Alpert Presents. 
All right, next is, this is an exciting project, Matt. Um, this new album is from the percussionist, mostly Congaro, mostly plays the conga, and vocalist Pancho Sanchez. His new album is called Trains Delight, and it will be released via Concord Picante Records on September 20th. It is a tribute to one of Pancho's early jazz heroes, John Coltrane. And that release date, September 20th, is just a few days before John Coltrane's birthday on uh, September 23rd. So a timely album. Matt, what can you tell us about it? Mm. Well, okay, so... Uh Pancho Sanchez is one of the hardest working men in Latin jazz. That's what I can tell you, first of all. And he applies his craft to the music as, as you said, one of his heroes, John Coltrane. And you can tell from the lead single of the album, uh, The Feeling of Jazz, uh, which Train first played with Duke Ellington, which is, you know, for their collaborative album, collaborative album, uh, that Sanchez's experiment just works. Other songs on the album include The Immortal giant steps and trains the light and uh all of a sudden here you are sanchez is making it easy for you to get up and dance to these tunes which is something else that must be said and so it's uh it's it's a great experiment and uh fascinating album totally totally poncho absolutely found that kind of latin groove at the heart of all these john coltrane songs so you're right it's very cool to hear you know like blue train set as a Montuno or something like that. It's a really interesting project. And I interviewed Poncho uh, for another podcast, which you can check out on jazzes.com. Um, he mentioned that, you know, John Coltrane's album, Coltrane, that was the name of the album, was the first first album he's ever bought with his own money and that he became obsessed with Coltrane after that to the extent that he was home from school one day and he heard well, he heard that John Coltrane was going to be interviewed by the local jazz radio station. So he stayed home from school and he listened to the interview and uh, the uh, the host asked John Coltrane what his favorite food was. And John Coltrane explained that it was some kind of sweet potato pie. Um, now, Pancho is of Mexican descent, so his mom doesn't make sweet potato pie, but he got her to make some kind of, you know, sweet potato dulce de leche thing that uh, he ate for weeks afterward, trying to sound like John Coltrane. And Pancho told me, you know, if Coltrane would have said that he ate dog food every morning, you better believe that Pancho would have been eating dog food for breakfast every single morning. He was that enamored um, with the tenor saxophonist. So this is really a love letter to train and uh, it, it has that kind of exuberance, that sense of joy. Matt, let's listen to a track. What do you say? How about Blue Train? <laughs> stuff there, Matt. I was uh, 
I was dancing in my seat. I'm not sure about you. Yeah. So was Chloe. Chloe was also <laughs> dancing. Oh, I believe it. She's got moves. All right. We will move right along to our next album. It is by the tenor saxophonist George Coleman, an NEA jazz master. He's got a new album out right now on Smoke Session Records called The Quartet. It'll be released September 27th. Matt, what can you tell us about wow. The Quartet? I just love that sound, that muscular sound of George Coleman's saxophone. Really, it's fantastic. I mean, I'm just considering so many, the, the, the amount of legends that we've talked about in this podcast. And George Coleman is certainly another one of those legends. NEA jazz master, George Coleman. Uh, his saxophone enriched so many landmark jazz recordings from the 60s onwards. And well, at age 84... He's still going strong, as this aptly titled album uh, shows. Here he leads a quartet, introduces new compositions, takes on standards in his own way, and even shows that he's still well able to stretch out on the album's 12-minute version of East 9th Street Blues. Totally. Yeah. In it, in his eighties and still going very, very strong. He's got a long history in this music has played with some of the greats, a really muscular kind of biting sound, like you mentioned, but very limber solos just kind of float over a great rhythm section. He's got here with Harold Mayburn on piano, Joe Farnsworth on drums and, and John Weber on bass. These guys are smoke sessions, records, staples, um, and they've developed a really, really tight sound. So yeah, for straight ahead jazz fans, um, this really has everything you could possibly want. Let's go ahead and take a listen to a track. This is East ninth street blues. strong that new album is called the quartet it will be released september 27th on smoke sessions records awesome stuff from the one and only george coleman all right we've got two more albums left on our list matt and uh both are from certified grade a top of the list jazz legends we will start from a new release from dot time records it's coming out september 27th and it is uh again wow we really struck gold in this month's list it's a collection of never before commercially released live recorded tracks by the incomparable lewis armstrong I mean, I mean, I yeah, really keyed right. that one up for That's you. Go ahead, we... knock it out of the park. 
I would almost just go ahead and just play one of the tracks, you know, without saying anything about it. <laughs> Louis Armstrong, you know, this is just make. Well, you know what? This is the first time he appears in one of these podcasts that we're recording, which is kind of well, you know, I mean, that's 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 crazy, but it's also exciting because, uh, well, he's making the podcast for one good reason: new recordings have surfaced from his his time with the All Stars which personally I believe is an ensemble that uh, doesn't get enough love, actually. You know, it's kind of looked down on. But, I mean, I, I love what, he's, what he did during this period, and it was certainly a peak of his popularity. And this new set uh, features live recordings from a 1948 performance by Satchmo and his all-stars at the Nice Opera House. And also... Live recordings from uh, 1952 at the Titania Palast in Berlin. And vinyls aficionados will be delighted to know that the latter performance, which was originally broadcast on uh, the radio in the American sector, uh, will be released in its entirety on the same day as a vinyl set titled I'm Strong in Germany. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, and it comes as part of Dot Time Records' legacy series, um, which is kind of their archival historical uh, wing of the label. And they've been doing a lot to really kind of expand, especially uh, the Louis Armstrong catalog. So this is another great installment for them. And uh, yeah, anytime we could hear previously unreleased uh, Louis Armstrong is, is a real treasure. So let's go ahead and take a listen to a track. Here's Black and Blue. Satchmo, Louis Armstrong, jazz legend. Sounds great as always. Again, that was from Armstrong in Europe, a new release from Dot Time Records coming out September 27th. Wow, that was cool, man. Well, we've saved the best for last. Uh, you may have caught in word of this news uh, upon its announcement a few weeks ago, but there is new unreleased John Coltrane out in the world. Um, this comes hot on the heels of yet another previously lost album, Both Directions at Once. Well, come September 27th, Impulse Records is about to release another lost album by John Coltrane. It's called Blue World. And it features, again, never before heard John Coltrane music, originally from a Canadian film called Le Chat dans le Sac which is a very cool French way of saying, I guess the cat in the bag. Would that be right, Matt? That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, so Blue World, what can you tell us about this album? 
Well, it's kind of fascinating to me how the world can lose a John Coltrane album. <laughs> no, no. Well, you know, obviously, no, just a, two. It's a two little more complicated yeah, than that. They didn't but. learn. They didn't learn their lesson the first time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously, it's a little more complicated than that. You know, it, it may. It does seem strange nowadays, but the important thing is that they're coming back to us, that we're rediscovering them again. And certainly it's it's fantastic. And there's reason to get excited about this one, you know, uh, which, as uh, you mentioned, is by John Coltrane. And it's also uh, with his uh, all-star classic quartet. And I'm talking about the quartet with Elvin Jones, Jimmy Garrison and McCoy Tyner. Uh Blue World, uh, yeah, originally recorded for a Canadian film, and uh, yeah, it came out in 19... Well, it didn't come out. It was recorded in 1964 uh, between the sessions of Crescent and I Love Supreme. It's a rarity also because it finds the saxophone legend revisiting some of the works he had previously recorded, and that's just something that he rarely ever did in his career. So that's another fascinating thing about Blue World. That's right. And it was recorded at, uh, you know, Rudy Van Gelder's legendary studio out in New Jersey. And as you mentioned, you know, it was kind of a one-off recording. So a lot of the tunes they were doing, um, say out of this world from his previous album, uh, Coltrane had to be renamed, you know, due to copyright issues. So out of this world became blue world, so on and so forth. But, uh, yeah, rarely do you get to hear Coltrane kind of go over his old material. And it's kind of fascinating to do a study in contrast uh, to see what he changed, see what he took out, see what he added on. And this is a really kind of good document to do that. So um, yeah, without further ado, let's go ahead and listen to a track from the final album on our list, John Coltrane, Blue World. Just incredible to hear that. Um, as you mentioned, uh, kind of strange that the world has lost two John Coltrane albums. So everybody check their couch cushions. You may just have a lost John Coltrane album uh, next to your loose change <laughs> and your spare remote. 
<laughs> but anyway, no, that amazing something. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> amazing stuff uh, from John Coltrane, as always. So, Matt, uh, we did it again. We did it again. I don't know how we did it. We got through another 10 albums you need to know list. This one was for the month of September. And uh, wow, yeah. I can't believe what we packed into there. John Coltrane, Louis Armstrong, Miles Davis, Ahmad Jamal, Herb Alpert. We've really outdone ourselves. And our part was the easy yeah, part. We just had to a, talk about them. We had to overcome a couple of technical issues. But uh, <laughs> aside from that, really, what an odd list to just get so many legends in one, you know, the, you know, lost albums just come out by them or just new stuff come out in one month. It's, it's crazy what's happening this month of September. And for me personally, it's a good way to celebrate my birthday. So, uh. That's oh another, my that's goodness! That Happy birthday, Matt Macucci! Thank you very much. You're gonna be how old? Two hundred and seventy in dog years? I forgot what I said. <laughs> I, what, uh, I bought. Uh, I, I, what, when did I buy whipped creams? But you know what? I'm gonna blow your mind because I share a birthday with uh, John Coltrane. So that's pretty special, isn't it? <laughs> Well, happy birthday. Uh, thank you very much. Happy birthday to you and John Coltrane. Um, we're Matt. We are going to reconvene next month uh, to do this all over again. Uh, but in the meantime, please visit jazzes.com. Check out all the exclusive web content we have to offer. We have podcasts, playlists, videos, interviews. Uh, we do a new some. We feature a new song every day uh, and post to our social media channels. Um, and right now, you can subscribe. Check this out, Matt. You can subscribe to Jazz Is, receive three months of instant digital access, plus one copy of our award-winning print edition for just 99 cents per month. Three months for 99 cents per month. Unlimited digital access plus a print issue. It doesn't get much better than that. Just visit jazzes.com, click subscribe in the top left-hand corner, and be sure to subscribe to this podcast on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. That really helps us as well. Matt, how about this? For aspiring jazz artists, right? One of the things everyone wants to do is get their hands, get their albums into the hands of jazz's editors. Well, we've made it very, very easy to do that via our inside track program. You just visit jazzes.com. You click submit your music in the top navigation bar. Send us a link, all your info. It comes directly to our inbox. There's no easier way to get your albums. I can't say that for some reason. To get your albums into the hands of jazz's editors. Um, you could end up with a review with your own song of the day posts, inclusion in a playlist. Um, I encourage all independent jazz musicians to check us out. Anyway, Matt, that'll do it for me this week. Uh, anything else you wanted to touch on? Uh, no, uh, anything else? Uh, I can't think of anything. Uh, Chloe, anything well, yeah, from you? She's, she's left her, she left the room. Any long. parting words, Chloe? I think she left the room after I made that joke about not knowing who Miles oh, Davis okay. was. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she wasn't the only one. <laughs> we lost a few listeners. All right, then, Matt. That that does it for me. We will see you next time with uh, another list of 10 albums you need to know. All right. It was a pleasure as, as usual, as always, uh, Brian. Likewise, Matt. Likewise, Matt. All right. Cheerio and happy birthday. All right, well, that'll do it for another episode of Jazz's Backstage Pass. 
Thanks also to Smoke Sessions Records. They've got a new album by George Coleman that is featured in this podcast. Learn more at smokesessionsrecords.com. Blue Note Records celebrating their 80th anniversary with a bunch of cool musical initiatives. To check out everything they've got going on, visit bluenote.com. Another thanks to ECM Records. They've got a new album by Enrico Rava and Joe Lovano that is featured in this episode as well. Visit ecmrecords.com to learn more. And thanks to the online streaming service Deezer. We regularly curate playlists on this platform. To check out our latest, visit Deezer.com and search for Jazz Is. Jazzradio.com, featuring more than 35 channels of curated jazz music for free online. Visit Jazzradio.com to learn more. Thanks also to the New Jersey Performing Arts Center in Newark on the calendar for them in November, a performance by Chaka Khan. It's taking place November 14th. For tickets and more info, visit NJPAC, that's NJPAC.org. Another big thanks to the Angel City Jazz Fest, taking place October 2nd through the 13th in Los Angeles. Check them out at angelcityjazz.com. Big thanks also to Jazz at Lincoln Center, which on September 27th will be showing Ogress, a new musical journey created by vocalist Cecile McLaurin-Salvant. For tickets and more info, visit jazz.org. And thanks to Quest TV, the world's first subscription video on-demand platform dedicated to jazz. It's been called the Netflix of jazz. To learn more, visit quest.tv. That's Q-W-E-S-T TV. And finally, thanks to the U.S. Navy band Commodore's Jazz Ensemble, currently celebrating their 50th anniversary. They've got concert dates around the country. If you want to catch them in action, visit our website and click the Navy Band Commodore's banner. Our theme song, you know it, is from Emmett Cohen. Check him out at emmettcohen.com. That's it for us, everyone. See you next time.